Am I unmuted? I am unmuted. What's up, everybody? Hey! Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. That's right. Your favorite Thursday Night Geek Podcast is back on the air. Got a special guest tonight. Uh, before we get to our guest, though, uh, I want to remind everybody that's watching us on YouTube, if you have not subscribed to the channel, please click that subscribe button. Also, click the like button. It's 100% free. It'll let us know you really like to see the content. My co-host, yeah, that's right, over here, Mr. Messiah Complex Cosplay. Mr. Jeff. What? Still wearing his Trek uniform. On? I am still How wearing are my you? Trek uniform. It's Thursday, man. It's Picard Day. I got to keep, I got to represent. Shit. It is about? Picard Day. What a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic show. Maybe we can, you know, talk about it quickly over here, even though we talked it's, about it earlier. It's a good time to be a geek, man. This it is really, really, really time. is. Yeah. It really is. Really? Guys, you know this guy. The other half of the Geeks and Co-Predators and, uh, you know, pretty much Mr. Engineer-in-Chief right now. Rob the bad guy. How you doing, bud? Good. How's everybody doing? Good, good. Good, good. good. good, good. Man in the chair. The man, man in the in chair. The chair. Guess uh, <laughs> guys, if you don't know who the guest is here tonight, you got to go check him out on his Instagram. The pillar of cosplay here in the oh. GTA for probably, you know, uh, the better half of a decade at this point. Uh, what? you say that, but holy cow, man, like you've been around for a while. Uh, and not only is he a fantastic <laughs> cosplayer, but he's an amazing prop maker, as you can see behind him, Mr. Reed's Prop Plus. Thanks, Reed guys. himself is with us tonight. How you doing, buddy? I am doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. I remember, you have, was, I remember I, when he was yeah. just a little baby cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> little baby cosplayer when I met him. He's a little baby cosplayer. I was, uh, now he's Mr. Fucking Big Time over there. Look at him. Oh God! I was you get invited to premieres and shit, and like, gosh! <laughs> I think he's even on breakfast television, wasn't he? I was on breakfast yeah. television. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's amazing. It's a smile uh, away, boys. Smile so, Reed, away. why don't you tell us a little bit about? Well, first oh, of all, man. who you are, and and maybe how you got started in the world of cosplay and prop making. All right, uh, who are you? All right, I am. Like many of us, I'm a massive nerd. So, like all of us, we have our favorite fandoms, uh, film, TV, comics, whatever it is, anime. Um, I grew up like most. Uh, I also, I gotta, I gotta point this out because whenever I in the discussion, um, people think I'm a little older than I am. Um, I'm 23. I've been doing this since 2017, 18, as like just cosplay and stuff in general. But like, long life, uh, long life long time nerd and finally once you hit that certain points where you can blend your love of a hobby with i guess your creative side that's like where it hit in like 2017 18 and then from since then it's just been uh sold my soul to the devil and uh the cosplay what train has just been rolling welcome to the dark side <laughs> the, yes dark side Cool so, so what but, yeah. got you started into into cosplay? So, what was that thing but, that made you want to dress up and go to a con? Um, I used to, since like 2014, 15, so even like three, four years before I started cosplaying, I used to volunteer for Toronto Comic Con and uh, Vancouver, uh, Fan Expo as like lines, photo ops, uh, autographs. Like, you know, all those people you see at conventions, I would do that. So I every year or every con that would be happening locally, I would apply become a volunteer and I would help organize lines or I would um, do bags for people like in a photo booth or help autograph lines. And through that, um, I was like, 
I love conventions, but also why is everyone dressing up in like epic costumes and dressed up as like all, all of my favorite characters and so many other people's favorite, favorite characters. And then I was like, I asked my volunteer leader and I was like, can I like subsidize one of my shifts one day to just throw on a costume and like hit the con floor? And that was 2017, 18 for, uh, Star Lord, I threw on a Star Lord costume, and I was like, "Wow, this is like really fun." You get to embody your favorite characters and make the costume and whatnot, and just from then it just kind of spiraled. <laughs> yeah, because what was your and that was the last day Reed volunteered. Now, yeah. Honestly, it's as bad as it is to say. Um, after that March Comic Con convention, I stopped volunteering. Um, <laughs> love all the people that I would volunteer with. Uh, still friends with many to this day. But I, yeah, I got the cosplay bug, and I'm like, I would rather show up dressed up as a superhero or something, die of sweat and sore feet and sore back, and wear a costume all weekend, and do that instead of in, instead of volunteering. And it really good <laughs> yeah because you started out I, your instagram account initially was toronto star lord like that was yeah. like for your oh, that's right it was wasn't it yeah so, so when started... did you sort of transition read to going from like obviously like you're not making a lot of the star lord at least mm -hmm. i'm assuming you didn't make a lot of your first cosplay ever when did you decide to go from just being i'm gonna wear this cool costume to i'm gonna make this shit so i uh the whole 2017 2018 um, period, I was um, studying uh, film studies at Laurier. So I was in school, I was uh, doing that full time. And it was during like a inter like semester kind of summer or Christmas holiday, where um, the conventions would lie. And basically, I did that from end of second or third year till I graduated in 2020 because uh, the pandemic hit um, basically a year before I was going to graduate. And that kicked, basically, it didn't kick me out of school, but it kind of kicked me out of school because everything sure. was online. Everything was on your computer. You were at home. You were doing a bunch of stuff. And um, basically from that, I was home all the time. I was working on my um, schoolwork, but also I have, I was home. So I had a lot of free, more free time. Um, and at that point, uh, it, it was it was like a house situation with living and during the pandemic and whatnot. And I came to live here um, with my wonderful girlfriend, Sarah. And because now I had more space and more available time, I decided, oh, let me uh, possibly pursue uh, commissions or possibly pursue um, bigger builds. I decided I'm going to get a three. Like, I've, oh, I've always wanted one. But I, then I was like, I want a 3D printer. And then from from the basically start of the pandemic till now has just been uh do school work um and do cosplay and then school finish and i was like okay this cosplay stuff is starting to uh get a bit more serious uh doing more conventions uh attending uh being asked to attend premieres and whatnot uh that was a really cool probably um thing that was like oh okay like if i do pretty good job of these costumes and stuff like I could get noticed and stuff like that. And that was a really cool aspect of it, but it was always just like, Oh, I can build more stuff. I could do this. And then since then, it's just been like a, a, a <laughs> like a drug like a, that you're addicted like to a like a drug of, of just, 
oh there's that on screen yeah. oh i can i like that i can make that i can wear that and then someone else can be like oh shit that's like that's batman or something like yeah, Megan yeah. Murray are uh, Megan are uh, are are missing Geeks and Co yes. right now in the chat. They're talking back when Baby Reed came out with us to karaoke at the Watchtower. That's long enough ago that that restaurant doesn't exist anymore. That's now, <laughs> that was, that's now called something else entirely. But I think were you Deadpool you for that our, one? Yeah, me and you did our promo videos where that's right. Deadpool and Cable. Like, Does cable or something yeah 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 his phone was yeah his phone was dying and i was cable so they used my cable off of cable to charge his phone so good yeah it's hilarious that was good oh man yeah yeah yeah. that's early times yeah for sure so yeah it started with like uh star lord uh then it went to deadpool and then it uh from then that was like the 2018 19 20 period when i was like doing school and then starting to do a bunch of cosplay and attend more conventions. And it was like, I don't know. That was like when it was like a full drug where it was like three, four costumes every like a, a couple months or year. I was just like, I want to dress up as every. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But Oh, we've all been there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And gradually as time went on, it's slowed down into one to two cosplays, possibly for me a year. And then um, work on a bunch of different projects that i never would have uh, thought of or thought of doing through commissions and seeing what other people are interested in having created and i guess it's turned into a business from that point and through there it's did uh contests uh guesting um uh, well that was probably the biggest i would say peak at the moment for uh working on stuff and then having it <laughs> you're to for us too. Able, you're telling us, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we to be able it, to like show what we've been working on and stuff. So it's it's it was what's the expression? It's only up from here, I guess you could say. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I know you that, really, we've been doing it for a while. You really <laughs> saved my bacon at uh, I th- I don't was it Toronto Comic Con or was it the Fan Expo Limited Edition where oh. I did Peacemaker and I had a problem with my helmet like a oh, yeah. week before the con. <laughs> that was Fan Expo. And I'm just yeah. scrambling. I'm like, this doesn't work without the helmet. I can't make this work without a yeah, helmet. And I think it was like Gussie J was like, I know a guy. And I'm like, what do you mean I know? Like, I've known Reed longer than <laughs> you mean I know a guy. <laughs> I, know a guy. <laughs> I knew Reed when he was like a little baby, little baby. We were out, we were out in uh, London Waterloo at the little convention. Yeah. When we did the, you guys had the green screen booth. I remember we did yes. cable, all, That's that, right. all that good stuff. So I messaged well, Reed I and I'm like, I dude, yeah. I, I need the helmet. And you thank you. I think you even already had it at that point or something along those lines, anyways. And yep. you're like, so that, Yep, that this is how like, much it is. You can grab it at the con, blah, blah, blah. Went right to his like, hotel. It's shiny. Do you want a shiny? Brought it down and it was like I put it on, it was fit perfect. I'm like, dude, you saved my bacon. So I can give firsthand experience. Not only was the prop fantastic, but Reed to deal with was fantastic too. So I tried. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate uh, it. No problem. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. to help make someone else's life a little easier. Yep, yep. We're getting allowed to make crap. Yep. Make cool crap. I'll do it. <laughs> you know, it, what was the first thing you made? What was that first prop that you oh, made yourself? Oh, my um, So if we're going back to, like, start to start, Star-Lord probably be the easiest one to go from. And like many um, Star-Lord cosplayers, uh, Rubies, the costume company, produced like these orange and white mm-hmm. um i might actually st- still have like a, a one in a drawer like just over there but it's basically it was a yellow and orange or 
orange and white plastic hollow crappy like molded star lord blaster but it had the right shape and it had mostly the right details and if you give it a repaint um you'll you will have a prop so i bought two of them modded the handle um gave it the whole uh textured carbon silver yada yada paint job and boom i had two star lord blasters and those probably were the first pieces of the costume that i was like yeah and then i bought like the hasbro star lord helmet that had like a uh, like a bluetooth speaker in it and i'm like well that's freaking awesome it's a <laughs> it's a speaker but it's also ha a helmet saves me from getting one point of the costume um yeah it, yeah it's just uh probably the star lord blasters would be the first one and then <laughs> get the, uh, yeah uh, and then costumes, the sky's the then limit it's... yeah exactly <laughs> um i i, I want to get into a little bit of 3d printing talk with you Yes. Um, I I have a 3D printer. I have two 3D printers, even though, yes. I mean, I have like half of one right now because one's completely apart and the other one's screwed up. You know, Rob has one right next to him there. Uh, and I know there are some questions from Instagram that came yeah. around 3D printing. And, and Jen, I don't know if you can throw that one up. There you go. Um, I forget who this question was from specifically, but 3D prints, what do you use for adhesif and, and how do you sand them? So this is actually perfect because, um, well, I'll, we'll probably talk about it in a second, Toronto Comic Con, I have a 3D printing panel. So everything I'm going to be oh. talking about now possibly will possibly be in the panel. So, nice. So be there. So uh, you said adhesives and sanding. Yeah. Uh, sanding. Um, I like to use uh, a hand sander probably be the where'd my hand sander go there we go probably the easiest and best tool to have for sanding 3d prints besides having sandpaper is a little hand sander so this is like a mouse sander mm -hmm. um you can get them either uh the diamond shape or the circle rotary one both of them work but basically it's electric electric sander. It helps sand the prints down a lot faster than having a hand sand it for a while. And then adhesion, um, I like to use uh, Instabond. It's like a two-part oh. glue, and then you spray. Uh, where's the? I'm using it right now, but I so I can't find the. Uh... Oh, here we go. Here's another one. I have two of them. So it's basically just like a mm. super glue bottle and then a spray. So you glue it, whatever the uh, point is, the seam. Um, spray it and after a couple seconds it like it starts to like sub-zero like it freezes over and it instantly becomes a okay so it's it is a ca glue yeah it yeah, is exactly. a super glue right it's a super glue and a, and a, and a accelerator you got it exactly right and you use the instabond brand is what we were saying instabond brand definitely is my go-to mm -hmm. um besides that um plastic bonding so just if mm -hmm. you have like a hot knife or heat element on the seams you can just go in and uh basically melt the plastic together that uh definitely helps make it a stronger pod um and then regular super glues barge and then barge barge is uh barge man barge. the best yeah. <laughs> my whole bat suit uh straps um and then instabond for the seams and stuff but straps padding all the stuff i need to work on that has been barge barge yeah. has been my, and it's just so strong uh you can buy it at michael's uh product yep. uh, yeah large yeah. cans uh a 
decent amount of times now. They're on clearance, so they're like thirty bucks for like a sixty dollar can. So go to your Michaels quick and buy one. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, good friend of the podcast who tunes in a lot lindy lindy cosplay supplies also has barge so there you go perfect yeah yep she sells barge so yeah you can absolutely get it from her uh she ships but she's also in chatham if you're in the chatham area so yeah pick it up so if you're going to ck expo and you need some barge she will be at ck expo go visit her booth she will absolutely hook you up so because like reed's saying man once you've used barge it's hard to start using anything else because it works so well yeah, like it is the whole context cement process of glue, glue, wait. Wait. That's yep. the worst part. It's yep. waiting because you're like, oh my God, this is going to be so good. I don't yeah. want it to glue. And it's so like, counterintuitive too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I have to wait and for it to dry and then I have to like, put ah! it together? It makes no sense. Yeah, and then you have the opposite where it's InstaBond where it's glue spray instantly solidifies and it's right, like, right. this is mm-hmm. the ultimate test of patience. What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 3D printing is the slow See, to the fast type of glue. <laughs> uh, our friend Steve Jones here, uh, Groot in London, oh, okay. saying I, he gets the LePage contact cement. That's what I use as well. I've tried um, that in the past yeah. and I didn't find it worked as well as the barge. So yeah, you got to be careful which one good. you get. Yeah. Um, there's two different kinds when you buy it. There's the clear one and there's the yellow one. The clear stuff is garbage. The yellow stuff, not only is it fantastic, but it dries really quick. That one that you have in your hands is garbage. That's the clear this stuff. This one is crap. Unless you're using yeah. it for like small stuff, like yeah, small no, that's not like the that. one you want. So that's what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've tried that. Yeah. It's terrible, but I didn't no. know there was an alt product that they put yeah out. you want the one in the round can basically it's i'm pretty sure it's this it's, thing. it's like a can like that yeah. yeah and it's just i guess more industrial or yeah uh, just it's called strength. yeah the one the one that says uh low smell or or whatever it is <laughs> that, you don't want that one they all smell yeah i need them carcinogens <laughs> yeah so don't if mess you, around if you don't get high when you're making a something with barge, then you're doing it wrong. Just yeah. joking. Please wear a respirator. Bye bye brain cells. Yes, be yeah. safe. Be safe, but too late. Yeah. 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 Reed, I wanted to know you, you mentioned using your palm sander for, for sending your 3D prints. Did you ever run into issues where you've warped apart? Because I know when I when I did my my Iron Man helmet, um yeah. the back the back of the head I, I completely warped because I guess the part got too hot from the sanding with the palm sander and I had to f- use Bondo and filler and all that stuff. Yeah. Have, you, have you had any issues um, like that? I know for some, depending on the print and depending on mm-hmm. the infill and stuff like that, some parts and how you orient it when you when it's printing, um, some p- parts might not have the most supports or something internally like messes up. Um, typically, hand sanding shouldn't, unless you're like going crazy, like through like all four millimeter layers of whatever the print is, it, it could definitely as you just said it rip right through it um just maybe use a uh, higher grit so that it doesn't mm-hmm. eat away as much of the uh print depending on what you're printing for hand center i usually like to stick with like 40 to 60 just to like start start like fresh print even no matter how uh, good your layer lines look when it's printed like probably like a 60 and then you can go all the way up to i don't know 2000 depending on what polish or finish you need so mm-hmm. for that yeah bondo and then bondo glazing spot that's your friend best stuff do i have any in front of me 
I can't find it, but <laughs> it's, usually, it's usually right there. <laughs> yeah, That's there's the, the Bondo Lazing Putty and the Moto Mastered Lazing Putty. They're basically the same. Yeah. I think the Bondo is actually cheaper than the Moto Master for some really? weird reason, but... Oh uh it's fantastic yeah that yeah. stuff it's amazing i love it if, if you need this stuff go to canadian tire yeah 11.99 i think <laughs> yeah it's uh, good i go through a lot stuff. of that stuff when i'm finishing 3d prints uh another yeah. question from instagram here and that was going to be my next question anyway so we might as well pull it up how many printers do you have how many printers do i have so i have altogether i have three i have my first printer which started it all which is this little guy right here, this is the Ender 3 Pro. Um, amazing starting up printer uh, from even someone as a beginner all the way up to someone who skill-wise could be considered advanced when 3D printing. This guy's got it all. Um, and for Creality, it's a very simple system. And through my love for this guy, I was like, I like this uh, frame system FDM printer, so I will upgrade basically get the same printer just upgrade in size so over here i have the other two which is a cr10 which is literally just the ender 3 pro or ender 3 scaled up wider frame different mechanics but basically same printer and then i got the cr10 v two or three with the titan direct drive which basically is the same as the cr10 but instead of filament coming through here and being pushed here through a tube the, the filament goes, and then right at the spot of where the filament comes out, basically, there's the drive there. So it directly puts the filament right onto the print. It's very strong, very sturdy, um, and less issues when it comes to, like, potential clogs. or Less clogging, like yeah. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. easier to work with if you want to use flexible materials, like TPU, for example. TPU is like a rubber, right? So if you want to print actually... parts that are can't really do that on a typical uh on a typical printer right you gotta use a direct drive for that so i actually speaking of that um i oh wrong way <laughs> left and right self mirrored on the camera um for this guy he has a neck seal mm -hmm. which uh a detailed neck seal i was either gonna make it out of foam uh just freehand the shape or there is one that comes with the files i was gonna print that and i was going to use tpu um which, yeah, it's exactly that. It's a flexible material, able to use it. That's really good for joints, places of mobility. The neck would be a good spot for that. And it's kind of crazy that you can even print something static and then have it, like, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's awesome. I love it. It's a really neat process, for sure. Uh, we, we've got a bunch of comments here. Before I get to the comments, I do want to ask, though, because, you, you, again, you're talking about your Batman behind you and the neck seal and all that. Is, is most of that 3D printed? For the bat suit, yeah, everything's three D printed. So it's so, fully three D printed. None of it's yeah. foam. I for some reason thought you were building this out of foam. So I, I always um, was thinking about it, uh, depending on uh, basically cosplay duration. Like if I want to mm -hmm. have this costume kicking around for a long time, which it's it's like Bat Batfleck is my Batman. So for the for this kind of stuff, I. Like, I have my own Batman, like, even display over there. And over there is where I keep all the Batman cowls, weapons, props, whatever it is. And for this guy, I wanted longevity. So I wanted armor where it's, like, plastic and hard. And uh, even with mobility and stuff, it'll still keep that kind of rigid shape. So I 3D went with the 3D printing aspect for it. I was debating on doing foam for, like, maybe the abs or more points of movement to stuff. But then the uh, discussion of longevity came into effect. 
And I was like, nah, that's, that's, I'll just 3D print it all. Um, it definitely made it a little harder. Um, but overall, like, it really is coming together. It'll slide it over. So it's like 3D printed, but it also has like, wow. here, we'll, we'll go to the spine. Oh, we're so, That's awesome. Wow. So it, it's, it's all solid pieces, but, um, I add basically for the entire system, it's all, panel based armor so i have almost everything like spine here and then the abs everything is connected by straps so it's all fully mobile um uh not fully but like as much mobility as i can get with the static armor pieces with because yeah. uh, i'll be wearing underneath i'm going to be wearing the muscle suit as well and then mm-hmm. with it so i want to be able to be all mobile um but depending on what you're making with 3d printing and how you want to finish it um you can make plastic like look like beskar make it look like like depending on how much work you put into it 3d printing literally makes your possibilities endless and especially with how we were just discussing different types of uh filaments and stuff like that different strength different flexibility it's truly like i think the future of everything because <laughs> <laughs> they're printing like organs and b- body parts and stuff now they're so even they're even 3d printing houses now yeah exactly yeah, you can 3d print imagine, metal yeah yeah imagine, yes. exactly imagine having a 3d printed house are you kidding me that would be the weirdest coolest thing ever mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah there's uh, uh there's actually and, and i know we're going off on a tangent here but there's yeah <laughs> i forget what company is doing this but the developing a car and the chassis of the vehicle is designed by AI, and then it's 3D printed carbon. The whole it's 3D printed carbon, and and it's all developed by AI. Listen, it's crazy oh, now. Um, the space uh, the rocket ship that just went up. Um, I don't know the name. I uh... like SpaceX rocket ship. Or... Yeah, something that yeah. literally just went up was 3D printed. They 3D printed a rocket ship and. Like that's that's just. Well, I feel like a lot of their process <laughs> when they're building their engines, a lot of it uses those metal three D printers, right? Where mm. it's literally welding metal dust as it's building. It's like it's so wild. It's so wild. It blows my mind. And here we are making superhero costumes. Yeah, <laughs> damn right exactly, we are. Exactly. <laughs> um, before we go to another question on Insta uh, from Instagram, we do have a good question here from uh, Megan Avery asking. Any tips on using air compressor for painting? I'm assuming Avery Ooh. means uh, or Megan means um, airbrush, but yes. maybe I'm at the lunch. Uh, so airbrushes, I didn't really know much about for the longest while, um, and then once started dabbling into cosplay a bit more, but then also like model making and stuff like that. Um, I was like, oh, an airbrush would be really good for uh, this hobby. Like, yeah, it's the best thing. So here's an airbrush. (laughs) Uh, Basically, mini compressor, mini airbrush. And it is, if you want, like, a paint job or whatever you're doing to just be more realistic or be more um, subtle or harsher or whatever you're doing, it just makes, it, it basically puts like a filter we're gonna we're gonna try to get to the uh 
younger audiences. It basically puts a filter over whatever you're working on mm -hmm. and makes you go from whatever you're working on to, I don't know, Internet E-Girl or like, it looks amazing. It's so good. Uh, airbrushing is the best thing for painting. And once you try it, you'll be like, oh, I can use this for here. Oh, I can use this for here. It doesn't have to be just for cosplay, but um, what, it's very useful, especially in the maker kind of mm -hmm. world. <laughs> I would say if you want one tip on using an airbrush is go to YouTube. There's yes. a lot of great YouTube tutorials that are mini projects where it says, okay, we're going to today, we're going to work on this. And it, and it teaches you different techniques for your airbrush. And yeah, when I got my airbrush, it opened my eyes to yeah. a whole new world of possibilities when it came to painting. Right. So yeah, if you guys don't have an airbrush yet, get an airbrush. It's actually a cheap airbrush you can buy for getting entire. It's like a kit and it goes on sale yeah. for a hundred bucks, like once a year or twice a year. And it's an airbrush, a compressor. You have everything you need to get started. Yeah, and instantly, I, and it's easy too because if you don't want to buy like expensive airbrush paint, watered down acrylic dollar store paints. I do that sure all the mix, time. Yeah, mix it up. That's all I use. Just acrylic, wa uh, watered down acrylics, and it works for really? literally anything you're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you see that go on sale, you make sure you let me know, Jazz, because I don't have one that I want one. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, that's the one I have. I have the cheap Canadian Tire one, and, and I've had it now for, yeah, five I don't know, years. three or four years. And it's, yeah, they got a good lifespan. They do. Now, my airbrush needs replacement now because, you know, after, especially I'm, I, I paint a lot of enamel, uh, enamel and like, uh, lacquers. So the enamel cleaner, well, the acetone and the lacquer cleaner eats at your seals and stuff eventually. And then you start blowing seals and unfortunately can't get parts for that one. So, oh yeah, I got to go uh, out and buy a good airbrush, but yeah. clean. If you're going to get an airbrush, clean it regularly. <laughs> yeah. That, the, if you're having an issue with your airbrush, it's most likely because it's dirty. Yeah. So when you're done, clean it. Yeah. yeah. Don't let it gunk up in there because then... Even if you're like, oh, my paint, I'll leave my paint in there for like a day. No, don't do that because no. <laughs> it will it will somehow dry up and you'll be, oh, I'm ready to work on this project. And then for 45 minutes, you'll be cleaning your airbrush like, <laughs> with mm -hmm. rubbing alcohol or whatever. Just to, yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but it's definitely a good tool to have. <laughs> Our buddy uh, Grinland is saying, love the speech bubble mandel sign, Jeff. Yeah, so uh, we actually filmed our episode of uh, the after show yesterday for Mando. Funny enough, you had a Mendo speech bubble for our Trek after show today. I sure did. And I didn't even notice it. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us, Steve. So, you know, maybe uh, Megan can, like, blur it out or something or overlay it with, like, a Star Trek ah. logo to, you know, be cheeky. Um, we have another uh, question from Instagram, although it looks like the question has now changed uh, from the original oh. question. But, oh, well, let's pop one up. What's the hardest prop you ever made? Hardest prop I've ever made? I'm just going to look around and see what's... Uh see what's up and about uh you've had yeah. to have had a couple that you're just pulling your fucking hair out like maybe the print file is wonky maybe the okay. paint's not taken like, right oh, maybe I regret this commission um, yeah like why did i bother with this so definitely here we'll go i think it might be easiest just to go with my biggest prop because as someone who never worked with leds before um only really worked with eva foam um and just it was my first armor build um it's my zarya costume and with that it has this massive 
proton cannon um, from the game. I this is gonna sound horrible, but still to this day, I have never played Overwatch. I was just asked to join um, this group. I think in 2018 or 19 to make the costume, and it had a BFG, and I said, "Hell yeah, that sounds like a uh, good plan." Uh, should I grab it? Yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me, give me one. It's a, it's a bit ridiculous, but it. Uh... Oh. It's a little worth. It's worth it. It's, worth it. it's a bit ridiculous. We 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 play dress up at the end of the weekends, but let me grab my thing. That's a bit ridiculous. Okay. All right. All right. Um, have you watched our have... show? I have. We are a bit ridiculous, sir. Don't you don't you worry about that. I'm trying to find a picture here. We didn't. Uh, I didn't grab and save any uh, any picture of it. So I'm trying to go through his Instagram now. And see if <laughs> oh my god. Get wow. a picture. Of it. Oh man, is that ever massive? Wait, I think I've seen this before. So this is You had that at a at No, I was at Fan Expo. That's Look at that thing. Amazing. <gasps> So yeah, that that, uh... that doesn't seem like you're compensating for anything at all, my my friend. That <laughs> yeah. Really... Like I know I like I did a little research to get to understand the character and whatnot. Of course. But what like what this yeah. thing is most ridiculous. Look at wow. that ridiculous, absurd, but cool thing. And oh, I it's like, super dope. Yeah. But I can I, imagine I that was a shit ton of work. And I because I am insane. I was like, you know what? This big prop, it's a big cannon. It needs to have lights and stuff. So um, I put a, a Tesla ball in the the main port, so which powers up, and it actually has a Tesla coil. Um, in there, there's that in the hole there. There's a strobe light, so it splashes. And then at the top and bottom, you see those. Uh, uh, there you go, aluminum tape to make it more reflective. We were just talking about that. Um, those are eight LEDs all wired up. So when you flick the switch here, um, Tesla ball lights up. Strobe goes. And then the lights like have like a pulsing thing. And this is this was uh, me a couple years ago in my garage. Uh, basically, let's make a massive gun. And that probably was the hardest build because I had never done LEDs and stuff. Um, but and yeah, that's is, that's fo- that. This is pre three D printing for you. Like that's mostly foam. Yeah. Right? So this this is all foam. Uh, you're this a madman, sir. Like that's EVA foam. This is pink insulation foam. So like the ones you just put in walls. Uh, clear plastic from action figure boxes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just a lot of uh, printed stickers. Like we tried. Yep. I tried to dabble with some new stuff. And He's just saying that's that fan freaking tastic. And Steve Jones Thank is saying you. he wants one. Does someone have their phone? I keep hearing a phone thing going off. Is that who the oh, heck it. is that? <laughs> I hope it's not me. I hope I'm it's gonna, not I'm... me. Yeah, someone's got a phone where there's yeah, like, I can no, hear it too. Like, like actual notifications turned on. I'm like, who's got their phone notifications on? Doesn't that drive you fucking nuts all day? Anyways, but so yeah, that, like, how how like... long? Right? Like from when you started that to when that was done? How long did that take oh, you? God. Okay, so... <laughs> I don't mean to bring up painful <laughs> memories, but you brought the gun well, out, sir. This well, is on no, you. The... The craziest thing is I was asked to join this Overwatch group um, at the beginning of summer, which was like April, June, and it was for August. So I made the gun itself in three weeks. Uh, Yeah, three weeks. And then for the armor that was made in like just under two weeks. 
and then this was also the same convention i wore my how to train your dragon uh hiccup armor like the whole uh armored look for that um and because of crunch time we're discussing crunch time now with comic-con um that took me i had to finish that armor in eight days which was so when you're saying you build an armor in eight days like you're talking about eight full-time days like oh yeah so i all you're doing for eight days yeah yeah so basically um i lived in my garage yeah <laughs> i i was up all, the, all day all night working on the costume just to get done and this is like after school so i'm like um working and then it's just come home work on this um so eight days of just hot summer in the garage working on it's yeah it's it's uh time wise it's turnaround time was ridiculous um and then the thing with cosplay which is how we were discussing the like that the drug i have only worn that costume that one time are you serious yeah and it's like why do we do this to ourselves why do we put so much Mm -hmm. effort and like obviously depending on what you're doing and for what it's for, it's 100% worth it. Like, this armor, Batman, for me, is, since I saw the movie, I didn't even know what cosplay was, but I was like, yo, I want that. I want that. <laughs> I want to be Batman, and I want to wear it, because Dark Knight Returns is my favorite comic. So it's just, like, for the build, if the drive is there, build it, do it. But do it to have fun. Don't, like slave over slave over a costume wear it once and then think oh well this is trash now like i i feel i sorry this is going to start segueing into a cosplay has become all about new costume what's with the trends and all this stuff keeping up with versus, the versus 100 yeah. yeah versus yep. just enjoying the hobby and stuff um and does that answer the question have i rambled to the <laughs> I forget what the question was. I don't know which one. Dang it! Oh, hardest prop, hardest prop, hardest prop. uh, There you go. All right. So I got a, I got a question about that prop. The, the specifically the LED and the lights. Yeah. Do you use at all? Have you gotten into the Arduinos and whatnot? Is that what you're using in there, or is it more basic and just like an on-off switch? So this guy is on-off switch. I'll go grab the battery because it's kind of hilarious. Um, basically. I was like, I need, I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, I basically need something that can power a nine volt Tesla ball along with 10 LED strips and a strobe light and all this stuff. And yeah, I'm that's like, what's okay. going through my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah and I'm like, and I'm like, how much juice do I need? I'm like, okay, I need like, uh, I forget. What is this again? I need like 12, 12 volts, 12 volts. So. I was like, all right, is there a 12 volt battery? There is. This is a five pound, um, tiny 12 volt battery that I, that I have a compartment on the gun here. Ready? This is where it gets ridiculous. It's like from a UPS. <laughs> right here. Yeah. So the gun here yeah. opens up. Oh my God. That's here. Genius. There's a literally a spot right there. You can kind of see it Yeah. where this battery just fits. And it makes the gun go from uh, five pounds all the way up to a whopping <laughs> like ten, like ten-ish pounds, all wired up. The most awkward thing to carry, and then like a half an hour of wearing the or holding the gun, my arms are dead. And <laughs> basically, <laughs> it goes from 
fun, epic, massive gun to the most impractical cosplay <laughs> yeah. prop. Hey, can you so, hold this for, yeah. like, the rest of the day? Yeah. Please, yeah. that'd be great. And yeah. then, uh, <laughs> good majority of the pictures... I'm like leaning on the gun because it's way too heavy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like that works. The character does it, but answer question. It's like, oh, okay, take a picture yeah. now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, done. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm very glad this is uh photo because if it was video, all you would see is my arms like just shaking, <laughs> trying to yeah. hold this massive uh prop gun up. Let me uh slide back over. <laughs> Hey, uh, Reed, uh, we've got another question here from Instagram yeah. for you. Uh, what tips do you have for approaching a large build? Oh, don't. No, I'm just joking. Until you do again. Yeah. Yes, yes, right there. Clear your schedule. Give yourself time. It's going to, it sounds so bad because I'm guilty of it. So many of us are. Don't con crunch. But if you have a big build, start it early. Like, you think like, oh, it's a costume. I'll be able to finish it in X amount of time. But then as you're in the process of doing it, everything takes five times longer physically doing something versus just your thought process. So start early. Um, simplify the project. So say like, I don't know. Uh, what's a say there's like a massive, a massive gun or something um try to simplify it use geometric shapes to build make the build smaller um if you're making foam armor like think how foam works it's flat so if there's like a, a big shoulder armor that goes over okay one flat piece rounded and basically think about <laughs> think about it but also start early probably be number one um you are fighting against yourself so there is no cosplay god saying you need to finish this costume for this time, this date, this level of quality. Everyone is different levels of uh, a skill and everyone is we're all doing this to have fun. So if you want to take on a big build, have fun with it. Um, it doesn't have to be screen accurate. It doesn't have to be the most perfect build in the world. But if it's large, you like it, just take your time. Um, and do it to your best ability. Like <laughs> large builds are a commitment to say the least, like anything, um, anything, what's the expression? Anything worth your time is worth putting in the time or anyways, but yeah, that. I mean, how often have you actually <laughs> started a build early and not con crunched? Oh God. Um, <laughs> I always plan to like for this Batman, for instance, um, I started printing um, the pieces here and there like last year. So like December, November. And I, even with multiple printers, I'm printing other people's stuff. I'm printing other things for myself. But even with that, I needed a good two months, for instance, to pr print everything. Um, and yeah, just... I, you need you need the time. Start early. And have I ever done it? Yes, I I'm doing it right now. A con crunching, um, depending on what you have to do. It it might inevitably happen, but um, if you can avoid it, try your best. But probably won't be able to a little bit, hopefully. <laughs> <And> but <laughs> that's one of the hardest parts when you're working with 3D printing as well is 
everything takes so long to print that when you've got a yeah. big armor, it's hard to fathom the amount of time it's actually going to take you yeah. to print it all. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, I've been printing for like two months straight and I'm still not done. Right. Like, yeah. Like, and then and there's like a lot of things you can do to your printer to modify it, to adapt to those things. So say it's taken a while. Okay. Make a big, uh, choose a bigger nozzle for your printer to have. Um, change print speed times, different types of supports to limit the amount of filament used as well as how long it's going to take to print something. Um, but yeah, you have to you have to gauge your time wisely, especially if you're going to 3D printing. You can't be like, okay, I want to build an Iron Man suit. Okay, well, you're going to need about three $300 worth of filament and rolls, and that's just a rough estimate with the way mm. prices are going and inflation and a bunch of stuff. Um, supply costs go up and down. So initial cost, and then you're going to need probably like two, three months, depending if you're crazy or have multiple printers to print a whole Iron Man suit. I know there's a bunch of guys online that print it really fast and stuff, but also they have the time and the means and stuff to just mm. pump these costumes out like crazy. Having but, multiple printers also help for sure. Yes, having yeah. I would not have, like I finished, I start from start to finish, it took me about two months um on and off um to print this full suit um but if i just dedicated all three of my printers to printing this uh costume um it would have probably taken like a month so like half the time if i just dedicate all the time but even then a month is like a crap ton of time like yeah. some like the feet some pieces took two days some pieces took a day mm. uh yeah it's it's all a question it, from... you have to commit your time <laughs> Get a question from Dean McKinnis in that same line here. Uh, says, "Hello, Reed. How long did it take you to finish your Din Jaren costume, fellow Mando here? And did it? Did you go for the moving whistling birds? Oh, on the arm. Uh, yeah. See you at Comic Con. Uh, so, yeah. The the Din Jaren, the Mandalorian, the my pride and joy. That's that costume. Uh, definitely, I would say that costume was my. Hey, there we go. That is my." probably the costume i'm either most recognized for or if i'm wearing it um even though there's a bunch of mandos at these some somehow everyone's like hey that's that's reed's mandalorian um this cosplay took i started making it three quarters through season one and i finished it halfway through season two so oh, wow that was the fet and that here this is a good thing mando took a longer period of time because it was i was very new to it um all the soft goods were all new to me so i that one took a bit longer but boba fett for instance because i saw you pulled up the picture that costume um january 2021 so last year um i, I debuted my boba last year um that costume took me two weeks because i in the beginning of the year i caught covid uh me and my girlfriend we both got covid at the same time which happened to work out uh is bad but it worked out kind of good because we were both in the house and stuff and i had two weeks and i couldn't go out i couldn't do anything so what am i gonna do hey uh book uh man boba fett was kind of was incredibly badass in the mandalorian i think it's the best look and then book of boba fett was also starting to come out so i'm like yeah there he is um let's make my what i wanted boba fett in book of boba fett to look like so basically it's the mandalorian season two boba fett look but with the deco and damage and like the big 
King Leonidas Spartan over cut over the eye with the Mandalorian season. So that costume, for instance, took me two weeks while Mando took me um, a year ish. I uh, that's incredible that you did that in two weeks. That's that's just crazy. And that I don't know if we can go through some of the Boba pictures here. That's another thing too that I, I wanted to bring up is that some of the pictures on your Instagram, bud. Oh, it's some one, of the edits that you guys get. Yeah, I mean, that one, like, look the at one, this. That one, I love that photo. Um, props. Uh, he's the editor of this photo. That's just me on the con floor, uh, just posing up. And then the, what you can do with edits is wow. absolutely insane. Uh, there's one of Boba where it's we went um, for Comic Con. I shot on the underpass of the Gardener in Toronto. Um, and there's just rubble. And oh, the one you're sitting on the ground. The one where I'm sitting. This one. Yeah. Whoa. That is literally just That's me my sitting favorite. on some, this photo. Like, at this point, I thought I had peaked. I was like, I don't know how I could do anything better than this. Because this straight up just looks like it's from the show. Or it like, does. Like, throw the logo on that. Um, add some casting, yada, yada, all the description. And it straight up looks like a movie poster. So I was like, that wow. photo is 100% where I think the level of costuming meets the level of uh, uh, editing and just what you can create. Whereas it's like wearing a cosplay, but like with the, with the uh, editing and stuff, you, you can do crazy stuff like this. And Yeah, this looks just as good as, as like a professional TV production or movie production. I mean, it's... it's, it's yeah. That photo. I wouldn't know that, any photo, that photo still blow. I when I re- received the photo, I was like, "Oh, this is a dope photo. Like it's all moody. I'm sitting there." But after when he's like, um, the photographer, uh, Forty Seven Islands was the original photographer, but then Shutter Island um, was the guy who did the edit. He's like, "Hey, I like this photo. Can I do something with it?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, go do whatever. Like do whatever you would like." Um, and then I received that, and I was like. <laughs> okay 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 we're good you can, you can do it. and i want to shoot with him again i want to see if uh he'd be down to do some more edits but stuff like that it's and the whole question was how long did mando take but mando one year boba two weeks and but it's crazy that still blows my mind and boba's fully 3d printed as well yeah so boba thankfully his design is a lot um, more forgiving especially for 3d printing and time wise um and depending on how much of it you want to 3d print you can um that boba i have basically 95 90 to 95 percent of it is printed so like chest armor shoulders gauntlets uh glove hand guards uh jetpack back plate the jetpack was easily the biggest and thing that took the longest on that build because it's absolutely massive i'm a broad dude and i saw a concept art of someone who edited boba with oversized armor to make him just look that more much more imposing so when i scaled the back plate sorry in the jetpack to myself it made it like super big which is why my rocket is like massive above my head but for wearing that at a convention you're like oh where's reed oh there he is with the massive massive, uh rocket right above his head or like there's reed with a massive rocket all right let's let's (laughs) let's settle down i know your girlfriend's in the chat but let's like (laughs) tone it down a little bit shall we you should see his bfg yeah uh (laughs) uh-huh 
now we're going to bring compensating back in. Yeah, we're seeing your uh, your three Mando helmets here, the Armorer, Din, so, and Boba. <laughs> these are uh, my babies. Um, <laughs> my Mando- <laughs> Mandalorian helmet. It's a Mandalorian helmet. And then on the other side, iconic Boba Fett helmet. So when I was saying 90% of the costume was printed, this Boba helmet is actually the Black Series mm-hmm. um, reforged. Basically, they made one for Empire and then repainted it for Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian. And I got that one for Christmas, but it doesn't have the detail and the texturing and what um, you want basically out of like an expensive thing. So I was like, all right, let me seal, like clean, like, or seal the (laughs) lenses off, rip it apart, take the whole thing apart and just give it a complete repaint. And from that, I have now like a very accurate but also customized because i did my own damage um one of one i guess you could say my ideal look at the boba helmet and it i think it turned out really well and then in the middle is the armorer helmet from the mandalorian uh this is a this one i 3d printed uh i believe the file i got on etsy i believe um amazing file but it was all smooth and for the armor it requires a lot of texturing and damage and stuff so like if you look on the helmet all those like big gashes like on the side or the front or the head or a bunch of stuff that's all additional sculpting Mm. and like dry stuff for those i used instabond made a little line uh, which should be like a gash or something and then solidified it so that for instance like that gives it like that kind of like damaged metal look and give you you can play around textures and a bunch almost of stuff. looks like a weld point where it was exactly. broken and somebody welded it yeah and weld welding points depending on what you're doing you can do them with this kind of stuff you can do them with hot glue hot glue mm-hmm. welds on builds are like is the most underrated um with different paint jobs and washes and finishes and dry brush and stuff you can make hot glue look the, the like the most proper weld you can make it look like ooze i don't know like alien spit or gross stuff like that but if you can use a bunch of um everyday or crafty kind of supplies to make something appear a bit more uh, like that for the armor helmet appear a bit more realistic or damaged or whatever it is go go for it I think uh, Freakish Workshop, who's I see him in the in the comments here, he made his um, Venom gloves out of hot glue, right? Yeah, there you go. Oh, like we partially had, um, out of it. We had not possible on the podcast, and the same thing. She made her Witchblade. Yeah, there you hot go. glue weapon. Yeah. All that was hot glue. Yep. Yeah, amazing what you can do with that. Is yeah. as long as you don't get like too hot or stand out in the sun or something, your costume won't melt <laughs> yeah, off yeah. of you. Yeah, but... <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Which for the venom thing would actually kind of work out again. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's part of the. It's it's on your feet and it's like the symbiote is coming off That's with right. just yeah, all yeah. the hot glue yeah. is like melting onto the pavement. <laughs> oh God. Hey Sarah, guys, Sarah, been... his girlfriend Sarah's got a good comment there above, just to give you a little peek or an insight into Reed's process. There's been times where Reed will start something in the morning and then come upstairs to show me the entire finished product in like four to six hours. <laughs> Born to fabricate, I'm not biased. That's <laughs> bananas to me. Like that's like for, I'm still thinking about it. Mind you, I don't I don't make anything anymore. But I mean, even when I did, it was. How are you cranking shit out so fast? Like, have you always had a, like a penchant for like 
creating things and building things and making things like even when you're a kid because we had uh cj prop studios on earlier and he mentioned when he was a little kid getting like complex lego sets or complex erector sets that that yeah. were like even above the lego set did you always find yourself kind of tinkering with stuff and putting stuff together so ever yeah ever since i was younger i would tinker just like you said lego um me and my brother we were big lego kids um and then from there it evolved into action figures and then as growing up it bounced actually back into lego and the whole creative aspect of it weirdly enough i used to make um custom lego minifigures so like uh nice so like uh do i i might have some on me there's somewhere but um dude i want a yeah. predator minifigure yeah i my first <laughs> some of my first lego minifigures were predator and alien oh really uh, oh wait i think my first custom Lego minifigure was a Free Willy Whale. Yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like so old I am. <laughs> so like it started with Lego custom minifigures, and then from there it evolved into bigger action figures. So it evolved into figures, and then from there it um it went to Halloween costumes. And throughout school, I've always been um artsy, yada yada, like much more enjoying of the arts and stuff like that versus uh, I don't know sports or something. Even though I, I, I played hockey a good majority of my life. But, like, I've always had that kind of gravity towards the artsy kind of stuff. And then it evolved to Halloween costumes. And then from Halloween costumes, it evolved into, oh, good. That's, that's Halloween costumes 24 yep. uh, 7. Like, where, yeah. like, being able, and it just, yeah, it's, it's great. And then the question was, yeah, come down four or five hours. Um, for Comic-Con, uh, we are doing, I'm doing Batman, but also um, House of the Dragon. Big, uh, big show, big fandom. Um, I'm My girlfriend is doing an Alicent, Queen Alicent cosplay. Nice. And she wanted me to do, and I want to do it as well, um, uh, Kristen Cole. So the Kingsguard nice. yeah, of kind course. of look. Yeah, I'm putting a daemon uh, together right now. So that's wild. Perfect. Dude. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then, uh, so like, for instance, she was saying in a couple hours, uh, this is just, I'm going to pull the costume out. I haven't really, I've shown it on my story a little bit, but nothing too crazy. But like, this is. Nice. His armor, yeah, nice. This is the armor. It's yeah, just. Of course. It's just EVA foam with like yep. the pattern drawn on. But how I was saying earlier with just geometric shapes, these are just yeah. circles and lines and stuff. But in the end, six foot rule, that also helps. Like, yep. in the end, this is, uh, if we're counting up this is probably like 12 hours this is probably like i have two of these but a couple hours for each gauntlet but yep it's yeah turnaround time depending on my either motivation or how much energy i have i can crank stuff out uh if i need to very very fast <laughs> yeah yeah apparently so uh, we've got another question. Maybe we have time to take one more question from Instagram here. We've been on for almost an hour and we really haven't talked much about Comic-Con and, and I want oh, to yes, talk, do talk about it a little bit, but what's on your prop bucket list? I mean, there's got to be that one prop that you you, you want to make that you haven't had a chance or it's too complicated or whatever the case is, but there's got to be that one prop. So I especially in the past uh year especially since guesting i would i would say um i'm gonna try to focus especially for me i'm gonna try to focus more on um passion projects or like bucket list kind of cosplays 
uh the armored batman since 2016 i know it didn't get the initial reaction but i i love it dark Knight returns again his favorite comic so that's definitely been my bucket list one for a while um you guys do predators a jungle hunter has always been but like a full like the whole latex suit the whole nine yards all that jungle hunter's always been a plan of mine um i'm in the process of doing it but god of war i have all of mm. the weapons basically done next is the drop near spear so that's probably one but one big build prop that has been bucket list and it will be until i do it is uh lord of the rings um i want to do a balrog so like a full-on winged sculpted head. yeah the whole just the whole nine yards Hell of a balrog yeah. costume and that's been like my like mm. buck probably my biggest bucket list cosplay and prop because i need the whip i need the sword I oh need... yeah you need it all dude be amazing. and Absolutely. that and with that it's like that would definitely be the bucket list and probably one of the hardest things to do. but also where the hell's that gonna go <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, you're I'm gonna like, have to get like a storage locker for shit yeah too, buddy. Exactly. like you're gonna so run room. Like, and that's probably one of the biggest things stopping me but Balrog, like no, I'm no, like, dude, that'd be just dope. a big scalp sculpted head. Hell yeah. I, LEDs, we're talking LEDs, LEDs yeah, galore. Yeah, it needs to glow, right? It needs, it needs oh, to like yeah. look like it's on I fire. Think, yeah. I think, yeah, I, think I was, I think I was looking into if I can mobilize a smoke machine so that when I walk, smoke. Uh, it's just just the most ridiculous. Like I had that same idea, but I think yeah. they uh, they don't let them at cons. But maybe no, the rules. No. And like, <laughs> do I do I want to be lugging around like a six pound boiling hot thing on my back just so I could have like a little bit? Yes, of tiny we do smoke it for the culture. At a, yeah, at a <laughs> for the love of yeah. the game, buddy. Balrog bucket list. Done. It's not really a problem, awesome. but Bal- that's definitely one. <laughs> So Reed, uh, you're obviously going to be at Toronto Comic Con. Got it. Um, are you are you guesting again? So I will not be guesting. Um, but you said but... you're doing a panel, yeah? Yes, I have a panel on 3D printing, uh, ins and outs of cosplay, 3D printing. Uh, basically, it's pretty much what we were discussing. I will talk basics up to make an entire cosplay so this guy will be like the main i guess focus because i will be wearing it and everything that i will be talking about in the uh panel has been applied for this guy so it'll be like a uh talk through the process give you information on printers the software uh stuff like that and then I was going to be uh, the cosplay judge for the conventions contest, mm. but uh, due to, I guess, volume of guests and a bunch of other stuff and then facility changing from South building to North building, they don't have the time to do a competition anymore. So there will be no cosplay competition, but for Comic-Con, I have my panel and then I'll be there walking, doing the, Hanging out at the Geeks and Co booth is where yes. you're gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll I'll be over there. I'll be swinging around. Uh, Hell yeah. We'll we'll hit the con floor Friday. See everything there needs to be, and then for the rest of the weekend, we'll just gravitate just to sweet specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kills yeah. hanging in specific corners of the convention. It'll be good. Hell yeah. I'm ex- I'm excited. What, what time's your uh, panel at? Uh I'll check uh, the believe, schedule. <laughs> I, be- I believe it's twelve fifteen on the Saturday, so like mm. 
slightly inconvenient because it's like right smack dab in the middle of the day. But I might do what I did with Fan Expo and not attend the con in the morning. Just get a start good night's sleep, way. start with the panel, and then just hit the floor from there. So, mm-hmm. plus a good because, night's sleep at a con. Yeah. And plus, Rush. if I'm wearing Batman day of. Are you like a kid here? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Good night, sleep at a con. Yeah, oh my gosh, no. (laughs) Sleeping at a con is like, what? Get back to whatever you're doing at the hotel or whatever you're staying. Or if you're traveling, you have to travel all the way back. But get to bed at like 11 to midnight, wake up at like 9. Obviously, that doesn't sound too crazy. But if if you cosplay, you know, waking up, suiting up, throwing on a costume... Yep. It's ex- it's fun, but it's exhausting and it takes a while. So, are you traveling into the city all three days, or are you staying in town? We're we're staying in town. We uh we got a place just down the down the street from the convention center. So, thankfully, I don't have to do any. Uh, we were discussing possibly traveling back and forth. Just uh, we did it last year. Yeah, and it's yeah. not horrible, but it's. It's, it's not great what, either, right? Yeah, it's a lot. It, they make for really it, long yeah. days. When it's early and it's the traveling, and then you have to do the whole day. Um, again, yeah. By yeah. like Saturday night, I I remember I did that a lot for volunteering. I was gassed, and that was just volunteering. So for cosplays, and you guys are doing the booth. Yeah. Don't do that. You guys know that now. No, but no, like, no. We're at the we're intercontinental for town. this one, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. yeah, right there, right there. Uh, Rob, do you want to uh, give everybody a bit of a sneak peek of what we've been working on? Yeah. Or so what Rob's mostly been working uh, on. Yeah, what we've been working on. So... We've, uh, if you've seen the first part of our build video, we're building stone pillars, alien ruins, yeah. uh, mainly for our Predator set. But, I mean, you know, it kind of goes with anything that you, that, that you want. Uh, and we're done. We finished it. Well, we kind of uh, you know what? on I Sunday. Shot, I'm assuming uh, you're probably to producer Jen. You know what? Give me a few seconds. We'll talk about it. And I'll try to shoot a photo over to Jen <laughs> and see if she can get it up. But talk amongst yourselves. Uh, oh, yeah, you I, guys talk. I'm gonna do the yeah. The <laughs> and it was funny you were mentioning the pink insulation foam because your cat's cat making a cameo. Yes, yeah, so... we, we we use pink insulation foam to okay, build this thing. <laughs> lots of sanding, lots of foam dust everywhere. In Rob's garage with two Dremels going and pink insulation foam flying like mad. I mean, it was cutting it on a table saw. Yeah, it was it was uh, quite the project. Um, it's Comic Con. So excited, and we're a week away, folks. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, at eight this days, time, brother. Eight days. Yeah, at this time next week, we're gonna be on the con floor setting up. Uh, I'm it's curious to see exciting. what it's gonna be like to be in the North Building. I also have my uh, uh, worries. Concerns? Um, yeah, yeah, concerns. Concerns, worries. Yep, um, yep, yep. But, gosh, if they're not doing the con- uh, the contest, I don't know if that means they have more free space because they don't need that stage there. Well, like the stage that... is not going to be there. There is going to be no stage for Okay, so then it, then, it, then it might be... I ha- I've I took a glance at the layout, but um, fingers crossed. It's uh, at least it's very open, so it's not going to be like mm-hmm. sardines. Will be very warm, but yeah, and it it's should... one giant area. That's yeah. that's the nice part too, right? Like, and it's yeah, exactly. you don't have to go down forty-seven different escalators to get down there, and like yeah. it's so much easier to get in and out of physically the building too. So yeah, my fingers are crossed. It's going to go well. 
I'm very glad because with oh, with this guy, uh, I have the uh, mega stomper boots, and it's just I have mobility, but stairs and stuff I know is going to be an issue. So the fact that it's all one level is going to be a lot. You guys Hell understand yeah. with the with the oh yeah, and yeah. with your lights on and your lenses, you're not going to see shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I I have tested this guy out and about. So when it's like a very bright outside, so specifically like if I'm outside, visibility is okay. Oh, no, it's if, fine. So, yeah, if, if, if so, you're I'll inside. Off, yeah, I I have decent, but inside especially, there's gonna be moments where I'm like. Smile and waves. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good, but that's how it's how to be like that. Victoria's uh, saying, I hope the cosplay red carpet isn't, isn't poorly placed. I think it's, it's going to be downstairs. It it's downstairs. Yeah, for whatever which is weird. weird reason. It's not even on yeah. the main floor area. It's downstairs where the they cosplay... usually have like the DeLorean and like, the cosplay the, photo the... park is on the main level, actually yeah. right by us. But yeah, the red carpet is downstairs for whatever weird reason. It's a yeah, I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I think the 501st is also down there. Uh, uh there's a no that's where their change area is their star wars station is right as you come in for the upstairs part uh, so, okay yeah 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 okay. they get they get their own separate room for changing and shit so oh yeah Ooh, there you go look at those yeah God, so the color's a little washed out in this picture here but yeah those yeah so epic we set out to you know we've got a backdrop that goes with this and uh we wanted to create the goal that we want to go with here was some different like um, photo opportunities. And we're thinking this is going to look really good with our predator jungle kind of backdrop, you know, Mayan Aztec ruins. So it'll work for predators. But I think obviously we're representing a bunch of different fandoms on here. We've got Marvel, we've got Star Trek, we've got DC, there's everything on here. And I think it'll work really well with everything from the Black Panther cosplays to our Predators to House of the Dragons to anything that kind of would fit in with um, any one of those. So I'm really excited. I hope it's well received. They look, they look great. Like and, they look really good. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you. I've got I've got one of the panels here. This is the one of the Star Trek ones. But no, that's Star Wars. Star Wars. Sorry. Thank you. That's what I meant. Don't nobody Jedi, crucify the Jedi, me. The Jedi Order right there. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Megan, can you edit that out? Fire. Uh, <laughs> We're alive, Rob. <laughs> We're alive, bud. <laughs> the pink insulation foam we're talking about. Yeah, man. Uh, the best. It's all made from that, right? So, yeah. It's all, mag it's all, we've tried to make it modular too, right? Because we're carrying everything back and forth in our cars and, uh, this all like so good. screws together. It's all magnet based, so it's like <laughs> click, 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 click. Every panel. Yes. Magnets yeah. are the best. Magnets. I love those earth. I love those magnets. <laughs> yeah, the hope is that as we move into the future, we're able to get more and more space at these cons and have different photo op areas for people where it doesn't have to be about us and predators or Jeff and his Batman or. When we're out and about walking around, we want people to still come by the booth and have something to be able to do and take pictures with and so on, right? We want it to be yeah. more interactive. So it's like mm -hmm. a couple of years ago when when they had the uh, down on in South Building, they had the uh, six like setting like like 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, On the that 600 walls. level where they had the big yeah. mural walls. That was fantastic. Murals, exactly. Where yeah, they, had, like, they stopped doing that for whatever weird stuff. reason. That was they genius. Used to, they used to plan the meetups like, at those murals on that level. You, so you would go for your 1245 DC meetup and you would pick a mural and you would all gather in front of that mural and it made perfect sense. And then, then all of a sudden one year they're like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. We're like, uh, okay. Yeah. Why? And I've only been involved. I, I'm, you know, relatively fresh to, to go into cons. This is only my third or fourth. Right. And it seemed like there's a, a big gap in that space for cosplayers. Right. They, there's the, there's the community zone, but there's nothing specifically for cosplayers to do in my opinion um, i think so they the wanted more... to really move the focus to the cosplay photo park and the cosplay red carpet because of course that has all their branding on it as well right so i think they want to move cosplayers into doing it like that so that they're constantly getting that branding awareness out there for the different events and shit mm -hmm. especially since fan expo seems to own and, and run a lot of these cons now internationally um yeah but I mean, I do. I have a bunch of pictures from from past cons. I'm sure Reed does too. In front of those murals, because they work yeah, so they well perfect. with certain yeah. That. yeah. Well, I haven't seen that since I've been involved. So that's what yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah. to bring back. That's the spirit yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, that's the spirit of what we're doing. Is <laughs> yeah. absolutely that what those murals and what they were even even so. what you guys had uh, at the fan expo last time, where you guys had that that blank wall. That was st still great because that still gives you like a opportunity photo point like yeah so it did but it, it, when there's nobody there like if we're not there or if roberto wasn't there or if ben and his iron man wasn't there or if jeff like i said in his batman like if we weren't there there was like what was there for people to come and do right they didn't want to just come and take a picture in front of our logo for no reason yeah. right they want to take pictures with us so it was great for us to have a spot to take pictures in we want to make it about the people Right, so that's yeah. that's the the main reason why we're trying to buy the that. people for the people. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, Victoria's saying, I still don't know where the cosplay park. I is. literally just sent her a I... message. I'm like, it's right beside the food court. The upper there you go. <laughs> you literally can't miss it. There you go. So if you see on screen, oh, I'm trying to pointing at my screen here. But you know, you can't see it, but where our booth is, just the next row over is the cosplay photo park. Thank you, Jen. Right there. Yeah. There's a cosplay photo park, right into the food court so the good thing yeah, is is when we're having meetups when things are happening at the cosplay photo park you're right there in front of the crowd that's sitting in the food court right so yeah. that'll be kind of neat and different so and if and you get hungry you, you guys... can have some super yeah. overpriced trash food Absolutely. <laughs> yeah you can have 12 that was pizza cooked. pizza slice that's yeah. right yeah <laughs> you get a nutella crepe that will do nothing to cassate your hunger and then when it's your, your turn level. And then when it's your turn to go eat, you'll sit down and start eating, and someone will be like, "Oh my gosh, can I take your photo?" <laughs> yeah, you're and not then, even. Yeah, you can like have a hot dog in your mouth, like ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, six, yes. That's yeah, that's six dollar hot dog. Where's that guy? Whoa. Where did you find yeah. six dollar hot dogs? Wow. Let, let me know. Oh, me I too. That's <laughs> six bucks. Jeez. He knows somebody. I think I'm just gonna bring uh, with us. <laughs> Reed, I mean, we're, 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 I mean, the old man over here needs to get to bed soon because, you know, he gets cranky in the morning because he bedtime. gets up at like, you the know, 3 a.m. shift at 4 a.m. So he's <laughs> got to be up at 2.30 a.m. So, yeah, oh, that comes go. super early. Ooh. So There you go. Uh, Reed, if people want to see more about what you do, if they want to contact you for commissions, where do they get in touch with you? Give us, give us your socials right now. And are so, your commissions open right now? Actually, that's a good. Oh, that's question another good too. question. Yeah. 
Uh, so my biggest platform, uh, sadly, because social media and all this is dying, uh, but Instagram is my go-to. That is where I put out the vast majority of my stuff. Uh, if, if you're interested in commissions, yes, I'm open for commissions right now. So if you anyone is interested in looking for something, um, I'm not opening commissions for Comic-Con. I still have to do stuff for people for conventions, so I won't be able to fill in any more spots for that but uh possibly fan expo or even if you're not local i ship uh come to shipping and whatnot but uh if you're interested in something yeah just let me know open for commissions instagram uh i have a tiktok i have a facebook but the most consistent platform instagram go go for instagram reach <laughs> props seems to be the common one for everybody these days yeah it? definitely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, gents, any last words? Uh, thanks for having me on here. I know we've discussed this. Uh, you know, it's funny it's because pretty... every time I talk to you, I keep, we keep saying, Oh, we got to get together, we got to do something. Yeah. Like you, you live a stone's throw away, literally. Uh, yeah. we will act on it now after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, we <laughs> not because to, like, I didn't want to, but I gotta say, meeting Reed super early into his, into his cosplay life like and then watching how you've progressed from a guy in a bot star Wars star lord suit to like when i met you you were still toronto star lord and then we spent that time in your deadpool Crazy. suit where you've where you started and getting to see you come up and and get to the level that you're at now i can't say i'm proud because i had absolutely nothing to do with it but watching you do that has been inspirational and motivational for so many people in the community like you have no idea what you mean to the community as a whole not just in the gta but just this whole area man like you and you've you've done it yeah but you've done it on your own like this is something that you wanted to do and you took it on and you just keep getting better and better and better and i don't see a level i don't see a peak for you like you just you're just getting started you've got a very bright future ahead of you yeah yeah, was, yeah, yeah. it's incredibly to... inspirational to watch reed well well Thanks done so like, much. Be very proud of what you've accomplished because it's it's incredible when you make it big remember us just saying yeah remember oh, yeah, the little yeah. folks when you're on top remember us little people that were down here when you started please and say hi to us at toronto comic-con that's right that's the, i think one of the craziest things is you guys are like oh you've done so much you like oh and i'm just like i'm still like the weird nerdy kid who just dresses up in cotton but i I, well we all are right that's us man so much like i was i was showing a buddy um i laid the armor out all on the carpet here and took some photos of it and it wasn't even and i'm like we were discussing and i was like shit like i gotta stop kind of outdoing myself because then (laughs) i got no shit (laughs) <laughs> because then i'm like oh i know me personally i'm gonna feel like if i don't either make something equal to or possibly better than what i um uh, was working on i'm like oh but i i still love it everything and it's Eric Adam saying, find me find me a more wholesome cosplayer i'll wait okay his girlfriend, <laughs> his girlfriend sarah that's that's about it <laughs> The only I, cosplayer you're gonna find that's more wholesome than Reed is probably his girlfriend Sarah, or at least they have equal levels of wholesomeness. Equal, which is probably why they're together, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just I just I Reed deserves all the applause. Yeah, he does. I can't, I can't thank people enough because, like, obviously, um, with what I'm creating and stuff, it's what's bringing a bunch of people. But the, just the amount of like love and like 
even through friendship like me and you jeff we've been friends now for like years. six six yeah, seven yeah. years and stuff yeah. and it's like it's just crazy and it, it, what's the thing where people are like i don't know how to take compliments like i don't really so like whatever people well, get used like, to it son because it ain't stopping <laughs> anytime soon man like come I on just, dude i can't say i I wish I, I know could say it's more I know than, it's tough. I get it. It's, I, w- it's, I wish I could say more than like yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you. Um, you stay humble, King. You stay humble over there, buddy. Humble King, all, humble King. That's right, humble King. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but yeah, definitely, def- definitely remember us when you're on top. Anyways, uh, <laughs> if I if I yeah, need just, uh, just keep crushing it, and having fun. Yeah, of course, I, man. I, I that's will, the key. Will, is yeah, you're I having so try. much fun. Like, I don't think you get, like, your message. Like, it's not just, like, the work that you're doing, but it's your whole attitude about it, too. Like, you're like, doesn't matter if you're screen accurate. It doesn't matter if it's not awesome. It's not, have fun. Don't turn it into a job yeah. or a chore. I have fucking fun with it. Even even in my, like, I get, I, it's been, like, since 2018, I would, Ozzy, please leave Anthony alone. Sorry, the cat is just going for the ant, right, hanging ant right there. And it's Hell not yeah. good. Um, um, but <laughs> it's called Anthony. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the, the flag ants. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna segue two seconds really quick. Um, I'm I'm obsessed with cosplay, but also my love for pop culture fandom has. Oh, he's on the display. Um, was with, <laughs> action, was with action figures, and let's just say it's oh, it's wow. a bit it's a bit unhealthy. But that also helped build my love for the fandom. But um back to what we were discussing um i just it's it's crazy it's crazy sorry the cat distracted me and now i'm just talking with now you're all flustered. i'm all frazzled i because with these i don't hear anything and then he knocks some one thing over and then 80 other things all over and as you were saying <laughs> jesus <laughs> well listen reed thank you so so much for joining us today man it, it is awesome to finally actually have you on i mean we had you on a live from it was a while ago, yeah. Fan Expo, I believe so. Yeah, when Jeff, yeah, when yeah. Just came we to came the into the booth. booth. Fan yeah, Expo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we took over your booth basically and sat down, and yeah, that was quite <laughs> cool. funny. Uh, but thanks for coming on. We're gonna have to have you on again. Like I said, we're gonna have to do something. Yes, together and, I would and love to. Thanks we should come by if, if it's okay with you. We should come by one day and do a video oh, out, yeah. of, out of your cave and come and, I, and do a cribs have, episode. Dude, I have had, I've had a good majority of people ask me like, you need to do stuff with the room you need to do stuff with the room and i'm like i i yes want to but then the perfectionist in me is like weird because i'm like i don't want to show it until it's all to like <laughs> where i want it and it's it's always changing so it's a horrible process but 100 percent um we'll do i'll see if i can set up some chairs we can do like an in-person little round table yeah. kind of vibe i think that'd be really cool awesome uh, Rob, Jeff, I mean, and even Reed, we're going to see you guys all on Friday, I suppose. Next eight weekend. Days. Eight, eight days. days. That's going to yeah. be, uh, well, almost seven days. But uh, yeah, that's going to pretty much seven days at this point. And yeah, I just yes. wanted to point out so there is a podcast next week, but it will just be Megan and I, uh, our good friends here, uh, JS and Rob, uh, and producer Jen are all going to be at the Metrotronic Convention Center, setting up the booth on Thursday night. Uh, hopefully, we can get them to pop into the podcast at some point. Uh, but I mentioned earlier, I mentioned in the pre-show, that podcast next week is going to be about you guys. Uh, Megan and I are going to go over what the Geeks & Co. plan is for the con overall, what the booth is going to look like, everything else. But we want to hear from you. 
what are you hoping to see at the con? What cosplays are you wearing? What <laughs> vendors are you hitting? What panels are you doing? All of that stuff. We want to talk to you. So we want it to be a really uh, interactive episode that we're going to do next week. It's going to be you guys are the guests next week. So make sure you tune so in So if for it that all one. falls apart, it's all everyone. It's all on their fault. Everybody's fault. So you better you show go. up, like, and subscribe. And That's that right. Uh, do it as Steve Jones is saying. Skipping that episode. Do it, oh, do it. Okay. Every, everyone, Sorry. go check out next week's podcast because tomorrow is my birthday. And for my Ooh. birthday, I will, for my birthday, everyone needs to go see the Geeks Boutique you podcast. You heard it from Reed. Week. There you Happy go. Happy birthday, birthday bud. Yeah. Thanks birthday. so much. Yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. This has been awesome. I loved it. All right. Well, thank you again. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Listen, we always love to have you guys. I know we didn't get to a lot of your comments tonight. When we have guests like this and, and we have a conversation going, it's sometimes hard, but we really, really, really appreciate the interaction. We don't want you guys to stop. We love having you alive with us. For those who are watching us after the fact or listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, come and check us out on YouTube. Guys, give us a like and a subscribe. Super important. It costs you absolutely nothing. And if you click the notification bell, it'll always let you know when we go live. I think that's going to be it for today, though. Make sure you all stay geeky. And we'll see you next week from Comic-Con. Woohoo! Oh, make sure you guys also tune in because we're going to have daily lives from the con floor. So we're having four podcasts next week. Daily lives. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've I might be there again. You never and know. You might see this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you might yeah. see this guy. Well, you're going to see that guy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. See you later, everybody. <laughs> see you guys. See ya. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.